What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. All right, Cardinals fans. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Cardinals. My name is Alex Clancy, your new host. This is my uh, sixth show. Going pretty well so far, I think. So, Cardinals win, Cardinals win, Cardinals win. Yippee, Cardinals win at home against Tampa Bay. Okay. Huge numbers on the offensive side of the ball. Let down in the second half on the defensive side of the ball. We know this. This this is what we watch. Now it's Tuesday. Okay, it's time to move on. Before I forget, this Tuesday edition of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at mybookie.ag. I'll tell you a little bit, of, little more about that later. Um, Pro Football Focus Edge subscription given away this week. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I'll tell you exactly how you can win that uh, later on in four or five, six minutes from now. So... Fans in Phoenix, I've lived here about seven years now. Fans in Phoenix have a propensity to overvalue things both positively and negatively. So, uh, in Phoenix, Diamondbacks gave us excitement for about 15 minutes in the playoffs, so they got swept. Coyotes have been irrelevant, period. The Suns are getting there, but... You don't, you don't have the fan base yet. But every big win the Cardinals have is is something that is looked at as a Super Bowl. Oh, no, we can win the Super Bowl now. Just relax. Relax. I'm going to run down the schedule for the rest of the season. I've abridged my win-loss total after the acquisition of AP and with David Johnson seemingly coming back within the next month or so, hopefully. Looks, looks pretty positive for the Cardinals at this point. The reason why I say that every uh, little thing, positive or negative, is ballooned here in the Valley of the Sun is coming up on Sunday, Cardinals are playing across the pond in London against the Rams. Bonus, no matter what, this is a home, a home game for the Rams and an away game for the Cardinals. So that's something that you're not giving up a home game and going eating fish and chips afterwards. I mean, you might, you might. I don't think anywhere in Phoenix you get the greatest fish and chips, but... This is the setup for a huge Cardinals letdown. And I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but somebody's got to not just shove roses in your faces all the time. This is a team that lets people down constantly. So yes, Adrian Peterson, fantastic. They played Sunday's first half like Madden on easy against a blind and deaf guy. I get it. The defense, I'm not holding that much weight to their performance in the second half, it was an extreme case of bend, don't break. And it's been talked about ad nauseum, so I'm going to gloss over to this point. Going over to London, and if you put up a stinker against the Rams and lose by two touchdowns or something, the game against Tampa Bay was all for naught. It's like this looming cloud over University of Phoenix Stadium where it's not 
if, it's when. And two years ago, the when didn't happen until the NFC Championship game where they pretty much got booed off the field by Cardinals fans. I know they were on the road. So with David Johnson about a month away, Adrian Peterson looking like a revitalized guy that we haven't seen in five years or so, I'm going to run down my list. I'm going to do that in a second. Picture this. If the Cardinals win on Sunday and the Seahawks lose to the Giants, which I think there's a pretty distinct possibility that that's going to happen. I picked the Giants to beat Denver. Eli Manning, say what you want about him. Say what you want about his dumb face or his unsexy way of playing football. Dude's got two Super Bowls. He's, he's, he's a Manning. His dad, Archie, is, goes down as one of the most recognizable quarterbacks of all time, and he never won anything. So it really comes down to Eli being proud and being a way better quarterback than people give him credit for. doesn't matter if Brandon Marshall's out for the year. doesn't matter if Odo Beckham's out for the year. As long as there are guys with hands on the outside, Eli will get them the ball, they will score touchdowns, and they will win games. I put them at six wins still this year. I still put them at six wins. So if Seattle loses to New York and the Cardinals beat the Rams, Cardinals will be in first place through seven weeks going into the bye week. And if the Cardinals win on Sunday, this is that run where you don't want to go into the bye week because they're going to have to play a damn good game against the Rams to win. I mean, the Rams, their offense looks unbeatable at this point. They win close games. They win mid-scoring games. They, they, they win 50-point games against, against San Francisco on Thursday night. There are many faces to this offense. And Todd Gurley, they've had trouble stopping good backs. Fast receivers burn the secondary deep. And Sammy Watkins is, is, is going to be a tough guy to match up with. Even though he hasn't played that well this year, he's really a, a one-pass catch touchdown, 70 yards touchdown, and then he's done his job. Week 7, on the road, London against the Rams. If the Cardinals win this game, we're going to have a situation. Uh, first, before I continue, got to talk to you about my bookie. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice, uh, who to bet on this week. You got the Patriots or the Steelers or the over-under of the Chicago-Detroit game. Well, let me tell you this. Where you're betting at is pretty much just as important as who you're betting on. So that's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. My bookie has been in the business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. They have the fastest payouts in the business. Two business days. Two. That's like pretty much going to a casino and making a sports bet and staying at a different, at a different hotel. It'll probably take you two days to get over to pick up your cash. You know who's going to win, right? Lay down some cash. Win today. Use promo code Locked On to activate your offer of 100% match bonus. You play, you win, you get paid, mybookie.com. And uh, listen, continue to listen for the Pro Football Focus Edge subscription giveaway that I'll be doing in a few minutes. So week seven, Rams. I'm going to break this this game down specifically as the week goes on. But right now, let's look at my abridged, and I wrote it down this time, so I can hold myself accountable instead of just saying, oh, no, no, I didn't pick that for a win or loss. So this is accountable. I'm going to put it online. Week 7, Rams, London, win. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. If they're going to win and become decide to become a good team, it's going to happen now. 
The defense has to figure out the kinks. Bruce Arians will blitz the S out of Jared Goff, try to strike the fear in him again that he seemingly doesn't have this year. So that's going to happen. Win. Week 8, bye. Okay. This has to be one of the easiest schedules after their bye week in the NFL. I'm running down and I'm like, whoa, they could win every single one of these games. So at 49ers, win. Again, that's detrimental. Even if you beat the Rams, they need to win the next two games. Put them at 5-3, and three, unbelievably, with arguably the best running back in the game going down. So, win at 49ers Week 9. Week 10, loss at home to Seattle. They always lose this game. It doesn't matter when it happens. It doesn't matter what week, the situation, whatever. They always lose to Seattle at home. Seattle tried to give it away last year. Multiple times. Stephen Hauschka, one of the most responsible and efficient kickers in the game, missed like three field goals. And one was a gimme to win. They ended up losing in overtime. Week 11. So, so that's a loss. So that's five and four. Accrued record. Texans. They play the, on the road at the Texans. Week 11. Loss. They're on a different level, Houston is. Their defense is smash mouth where the Cardinals' defense, aside from the front four, I don't know, it's it's more of a... It's an opportunistic defense, which which Houston's is not, even though they've scored a couple of defensive touchdowns this year. It's just not the same. It's like a... It's like a read option offense compared to a smash mouth run offense. Smash mouth run offense is to Houston's defense as to... Run uh, read option offense is to Arizona's defense. It's kind of gimmicky. You don't really know who's playing what position. Deion Buchanan can play in the secondary, play linebacker. You don't know where the blitzers are coming from. Houston loss in Houston, week 11, 5-5. Five and five. Jaguars at home win. These are the games that if you ever want to contend for a Super Bowl, you have to win. And it's funny that I talked about this a week ago before they got Adrian Peterson that most teams in the NFL can look down the schedule to start the season and they're like, oh, that's a win. Okay, that's a win. So, okay, so so we got three wins at least. The Cardinals were so bad that they were one of those teams that people would look at. They didn't have any teams they were playing where they could say, that's a win. Now it's completely flipped in 60 minutes of football in theory. This is barring no injuries. This is barring the Cardinals not... I'll finish that up after this. Jaguars home win six and five. Rams home win seven and five. Titans home win eight and five. A three three game homestand from weeks twelve to fourteen is pivotal for the rest of the season. Yes, in the NFL, every game is pivotal. I get it, I get it. But three games at home against at least equal equally talented teams is a gift from the NFL. And at this point, David Johnson should be back in the full swing of things. So now you have Adrian Peterson and David Johnson in the backfield. You could run the ball 40 times a game if DJ Humphrey stays healthy, if Evan Baines stays healthy, if Boone stays healthy. They're going to run the ball no matter what. So at that point, this could be the Saturday afternoon at the Masters portion of the season where it's moving day. You already made the cut. Now it's moving day. 
you better move up the damn ranks and start to associate yourself with winning games you're supposed to win. And that's what I think the Cardinals will do. That's a big three-game winning streak that I think the Cardinals will go on. Week 12 Jaguars at home. Week 13 Rams at home. Week 14 Titans at home. Week 15 in Washington against Washington's professional football team. Loss. Loss. Those are games that Washington wins and the Cardinals lose. They obviously can't go to the AFC East and travel and win a game because look what happened with Philadelphia two weeks ago. Loss, week 15 at Washington. Week 16 at home, I believe this game is on Christmas Eve against the New York Giants. This is a win. Later in the season, Cardinals win at home, especially against teams that they're better than. And week 17, son of a bitch, every year, they end the season with the Seahawks. Luckily for the Cardinals, it's on the road. And I know it's weird to say that, but Bruce Arians kills Pete Carroll at Century League Park, Century League Stadium. I'm not talking baseball. Week 17 in Seattle, win for the Cardinals. Carson Palmer doesn't lose there. They're going to have the ground and pound game. 10 and 6. Unbelievable that I'm saying this right now. 10 and 6 is my predicted record for the Cardinals to finish after the acquisition and gameplay in one game of Adrian Peterson. I'm not saying it's because of the acquisition of Adrian Peterson. I'm saying it's because they actually have somebody who warrants wearing a jersey in the NFL to run the football. Could have been anybody. Could have been Doug Martin. Could have been any of these middle-rung guys. It's not just because I have the heart eyes pounding out of my eyes at Adrian Peterson because he's a future Hall of Famer. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody that can actually keep the defense honest on a play-action pass. And anytime they touch the ball, has the chance to break it for a first down. Not even a big play. A first down on first and 10. On a draw or a sweep, off tackle, whatever it is, the Cardinals had nobody that could do that. So now the Cardinals do, and it's pretty exciting. I'm not... Okay. I'm excited because I get to talk about Adrian Peterson on a team that I, you know, pseudo-cover. I'm not excited as a fanboy like, oh, AP's here, everything's better. It's, it has nothing to do with that. The fact that he was 26 for 134 and two scores in his first game with an offensive line that's been patched up at best. Yes, DJ Humphreys came back, their best offensive lineman. I get it. But still, this guy had like three days to practice all the schemes and everything. This is pretty much AP, get the ball, see a hole, and run to the end zone. See if you can still do that. If you can still do that, that's great. And we're going to do that as much as we possibly can so we can score more points and actually run the ball forward, north and south, instead of dipsy-doodling around the backfield and getting tackled for three-yard losses and then getting sacked when we're trying to run a play-action pass, but nobody thinks in God's green earth that we're going to hand the ball off to freaking Chris Johnson on a third and seven. You could see Adrian Peterson's worth immediately after, let, let's take away his personal stuff. We ran, not the child abuse stuff, I don't want to talk about that today. But he had, I think, 75 yards in the first quarter and a touchdown, 27-yard touchdown run. Great. Second quarter, red zone, play-action pass to Adrian Peterson, sets up Larry Fitz F. and Gerald in the end zone all by himself. Yo, you guys see my, my long hair? 
I could arguably go down as the fifth best receiver, top five ever, and I'm wide the hell open. Thank you, Adrian Peterson, because if that were Chris Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald would not have been wide open. It's all about keeping the defense honest, and they haven't had to keep them honest because we haven't had anybody that could run the damn ball. Using Adrian Peterson as misdirection is the best thing you can do for the rest of the season. If he performs, great. If not, you still have to play action the hell out of him and give him the ball 20 times a game, even if it's for 75 yards. It doesn't matter. You can throw the ball more, whatever. 20, 18 to 25 times a game for the rest of the season will keep the defense honest. And yes, it's still Adrian Peterson. And yes, David frickin' Johnson is coming back soon. He's got four weeks left, and one of them is a bye week. You could have arguably the most dynamic running back tandem in NFL history. Name name one off the top of your head that's better on paper. I'll wait. This could be unprecedented territory that the Cardinals are running into. I see what I did. It was a mistaken pun. First things first, Rams, London, Sunday, got to get a W. Got to get a W. I mean, really, at this point, at this point, they may have been handed, the Cardinals may have been handed the biggest gift trade ever. I mean, the Champ Bailey for Clinton Portis trade was pretty good for the Broncos. Pro Football Focus, I talked about it earlier. Have partnership with Locked On Sports. Locked on Cardinals. What we're giving away is a pro football focus edge subscription per show per week. $40 value. They do NFL player grades like Sunday Night Football. It'll say on the bottom while they're doing the starting lineup introductions. PFF, rank three out of 100, you know, whatever it is. You can go to the website, get it. It's 40 bucks. You get it for free. For, uh, fantasy projections, rankings, tools, and charts. Jeff Radcliffe is the director of fantasy for Pro Football Focus. We'll join Locked On Fantasy every Thursday for 10 minutes. Mike Renner will be joining Locked On NBA every Wednesday. So if you want fantasy or NBA advice, you got to listen to those. Go to iTunes, search for Locked On Cardinals, leave a review for my podcast, include your Twitter handle, and they will choose one person randomly a week to get this subscription. It's pretty easy. This is a pretty new, uh, pretty new podcast. I believe this is my sixth one. Probably don't have a lot of followers yet, so if you want this subscription, go there and leave a review. Be awesome. You get free stuff. All right, that's it. Week seven, my prediction will be a win. It will be ugly. It will be Wembley-like. There aren't any sexy games in London. So this is going to pretty much be same samesies, if I can say that. I think Cardinals are going to give Adrian Peterson the ball too much. This is going to be the time, and I'm, I'll tease this for tomorrow. I'm going to talk a lot about Adrian Peterson and his ego and how much Bruce Arians needs to feed it by giving him the rock. Like, what if, what if the Cardinals go down 14-0 in the first quarter against the Rams and they stop running the ball? Is Adrian Peterson going to get pissed off? 
How long is that 26 carry, 130 plus yards, two touchdown game going to feed his ego before he needs to eat again? It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's it's an interesting situation because Adrian Peterson, in essence, should be counting his lucky stars that anybody took him. So now he proved himself one game at home against a middle a middle rung defense, a run defense. But we'll see. I mean, if they give him the ball, you know, seven carries in the first two possessions and he doesn't get much going, maybe it's time to, to flank him out. Maybe it's time to you know run a power formation. Do something to not just be like, hey, we're giving Adrian Peterson the ball. We're going to try and make a hole for him. We're going to run right there. Can you please let us do it so we can keep doing it? It's not going to be that easy, obviously. But it's going to be an interesting dynamic between Arians and Peterson to see if they can avoid Adrian Peterson snarling and screaming at Arians on on the sideline like he did Sean Payton when he didn't get the ball enough. So we'll see. That's that's what you call a tease. That's what you call a tease. This has been Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. See you tomorrow. Somewhere deep inside your mind, there's a place where dreams live. And now those dreams have the chance to come to life. Because USAA Life Insurance is sponsoring the Live Your Dream sweepstakes, where you could win $50,000. That's $50,000 to let those dreams out of your head and into your hands. Enter for a chance to win and view official rules at www.usaa.com slash life sweeps or call 1-800-531-LIFE. No purchase necessary. USAA Life Insurance Company, San Antonio, Texas, and in New York, or USAA Life Insurance Company, New York, Highland Falls, New York.